welcome to the Pins to Zoom podcast, the show where we zoom in on the latest tech news, products, and trends. I'm Stetson. I'm Gabe. And in this episode, we're doing a special bonus episode covering the OnePlus 8 series launch event. OnePlus announced some new phones. We're going to be talking about what the new features are, what the differences are between the different models, and kind of our reactions to these new devices. And of this course, is a, this is a great follow up to the episode we just did yesterday about how smartphones have constant refresh cycles. It's true. It is a, a great segue. And, you know, this is one of those releases where it's kind of a minor update to some degree, but it is an overall polished phone that I think is going to be really great for um, the people who are interested in the OnePlus devices and getting kind of a more premium flagship experience because. These phones are a little bit more expensive, right, Gabe? Well, see, I was going to say the opposite. I think they're a little less expensive. Interesting but I, take. I, it's, yeah, it's really how you look at them. Do you look at them as more of a budget phone that has premium features or flagship phone that has, you know, possibly a little more budget-friendly price? I think, actually, you look at it both ways, right? Because... We have the, I'll take the OnePlus 8. OnePlus 8 is starting at $699. And in my opinion, with the very few upgrades from the 7T, uh, that's actually not worth it because OnePlus is selling the 7T currently for just $499. And the biggest differences are going to be slight changes in the cameras and lack of 5G. So the OnePlus 8 does now have 5G support. But other than that, I think the 7T is going to be a better value. However, as you were saying with the OnePlus 8, that's actually starting at a little bit lower price point and kind of is a flagship phone to some degree. Yeah, I mean, it, when you look at it that way in that, OK, here's what they had last year. Here's what they now have. It The upgrade kind of seems weird. But when you compare it to other phones out there, like what is the iPhone? You know, the iPhone 11, what is 750, right? Uh, so the iPhone 11 starts at 700, so it's actually okay, the same now. as the so OnePlus 8. It's the same 8. price. Yeah, and you know, cameras. We're gonna have to see where they land in, in the end. Uh, specs wise, they're pretty similar processing power. But you look at the big difference: 5G. That's huge. Uh, maybe not huge for some people, but it's it's definitely the way the future is gonna be. You have that 90 hertz faster refresh rate screen on the new OnePlus 8. And you also have the faster wireless charging. So there's three big things there. Well, well, that that's kind of... with the 8 Pro specifically. So like okay, that's sorry, my yeah. point. So like this is my my take is that the OnePlus 7T to the OnePlus 8 actually isn't worth it. Like the OnePlus 8, because it has 5G, it's actually more expensive. And now that the 7T is only 500 bucks, like that's the way better value in my opinion. But I think to, to your point, the 8 Pro, where you are getting wireless charging, you're getting the improved cameras, you're getting the 5G support. I think that's where in, instead of getting uh, you know, a budget phone that's more expensive, you're actually getting a flagship phone for less than the cost of the current flagships where Samsung's phone is True. starting at $1,000, Apple's phone is starting at $1,000, OnePlus 8 Pro starting at $899. It's not much of a difference, uh, but it is you know, it's it's definitely less. And I think OnePlus is kind of delivering on that flagship value. So I, I, I kind of agree with that, actually. And you mentioned both of the starting prices for these two phones, $699 for the OnePlus 8 and $899 
for the OnePlus 8 Pro. Gosh, I hate all these different names. And the interesting thing with those is you get exclusive colors only at those lower entry level prices that are both 8 gigabytes of RAM and 128 gigabytes of storage for both of those. But if you upgrade $100 more, so this would be now 12 gigabytes of RAM, 256 gigabytes of storage, you get exclusive colors, right? That you can only get if you pay that little bit extra. I know. I mean, it's weird. Honestly, it's for both. The So OnePlus announced a new green color, and that's actually the baseline color. So if you see someone with that, you know, all right, cool. They got the new phone, but oh, they skimped for, out and for, got the baseline. For both, for both the OnePlus 8 and the OnePlus 8 Pro. Right. And then so with even the... if you spent $200 more to get the Pro, you still got that silly green color. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's ridiculous. And, you know, OnePlus hyped this color up, but then you can't get it in their most premium phone. And then I think uh, with the 8, they're offering, I forget the name of this color, but it's this weird like aura multicolor effect. It's called Interstellar Glow. And that's only available the OnePlus. It's like the I, the price is like the best way to define it. I think it's the $799 OnePlus 8. Yeah, this is uh, a it's new, a, it's a it's a new pricing and color structure. You usually get like Apple does. All right. Any any model you want, any color you want. Like, OK, so the iPhone 11, you can get that in any color for any price for any configuration. Right. Right. That makes sense. This is very confusing. And I don't know who they're trying to really incentivize to think, oh, people are going to pay more for color and not for perform. Like, I don't know. It's just, it seems like a really big mess. And the thing to top it all off is you're just going to probably put a case on the phone anyways. Right. And the irony is I think a black phone actually looks much nicer in cases than <laughs> these colored yeah, phones. Cause you're not going to have to try to match it with like whatever case. Color yeah, exactly. Or now you have to get a but, clear but what case. If you get a black case and or a clear case. Yeah. And then you can show, show off your collar. I don't know. You're just going to have to do it. Or or from our channel sponsor D Brand. No, I'm kidding. That's oh, yeah. that's just like what all the YouTubers do. Uh, exactly. So. And the the one model we didn't mention right was the 5G ultra wide band model. They're they're calling it the UW one. That's exclusively with Verizon. Yeah. So what's happening is the OnePlus Eight. So not the Eight Pro. The OnePlus Eight will have a model that's exclusively on Verizon, and will have Verizon's 5G band, so it'll support the ultra wideband millimeter wave uh, frequencies on Verizon. That's going to be starting at $799. And it's unclear to me if this actually, you know what? It will. So this will be supporting. I like that you just figured that out, right? Yeah. So I figured it out. So basically, I was like, oh, it's going to support Verizon 5G, but will it support T Mobile 5G as well? The answer is yes, because the 5G is actually baked into the processor. So all new models are using the Snapdragon 865 processor, and this has built into it the X55 modem, which includes support for the sub-6 5G, which is low-band 5G, which is what T-Mobile is currently using. Uh, so yeah, that's basically it. The phones are coming out basically on Verizon and T-Mobile, and it will support, depending on the model, you get 5G on both of those networks. Will people be able to get it unlocked, do you think? or So you can buy, the Verizon model phones are typically unlocked already. So if you buy it from Verizon, you could just be like, all right, buy Verizon. <laughs> like, I got my phone, I'm good to go. Uh, but you can buy it from OnePlus directly. Unfortunately, if you do do that, uh, I was reading on Reddit that 
the models purchased unlocked may not support roaming on US cellular, which is an interesting fact. Well, um, I don't think people should use US cellular. <laughs> well, what happens is if you use T-Mobile and you're in an area that doesn't get good T-Mobile coverage, sometimes you may roam oh, on US. It. It's yeah. like a super niche thing, but anyway, you can get them unlocked from OnePlus. They will work perfectly fine on T-Mobile. You, you'll still get the 5G coverage, uh, but the unlocked ones from OnePlus will not support Verizon 5G. So you do have to buy directly from Verizon for that. So that's the big upgrade this year is 5G. The other big upgrade we saw on both of these models is they both got faster refresh rate screens. However, they're not the same. The OnePlus 8 got that 90 hertz one, which I think is the same as, no, the, the S20 got a one, uh, 120 hertz, right? Yeah, so actually what yeah. happened was the, the 7T last year and the 7 Pro, they actually did have 90 hertz displays. They also had the 90 hertz. Yeah, yeah, so that's why, again, this is why the 7T is actually a better value than the 8 because it basically matches all the specs. But the 8 Pro, this is where we're getting that 120 hertz AMOLED display. And this is awesome. So I think let's just dive into the OnePlus 8 Pro because this, in my opinion, is this is the big device. Yeah, the the OnePlus 8, as you said, is essentially the 7T with that with a new tiny two megapixel macro camera, 5G. And is that it? Did I miss anything? It feels like there should be more, but I it's think got, that's pretty, uh, a higher price tag. Higher price tag. And instead of a teardrop front facing camera, it's now using oh, yeah. a hole punch front facing camera design. I don't know. Do you have a Amy. preference in terms of design? Aesthetic? I do like the hole punch, honestly. Really? I'm I don't know. I feel kind of torn. I like the symmetry of the teardrop that's kind of what i like true I, I i do appreciate that but i don't know the hole punch seems a little different anyways let's go on to what the 8 pro is because like you said that is the more exciting one that's the flagship model the one that people are going to be using to compare all right how does this take photos compared to you know the iphone 11 pro or the s20 and speaking of photos what do we got for new cameras on this 8 pro device yeah, so the 8 Pro is actually packing three, four, four total cameras, but three good ones that you'll use basically. A 48 well, well, don't 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 put the verdict out before we see it in use. Okay, 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 Gabe, I'll let you cover the fourth camera then. Okay. Okay, so we have a 48 megapixel main camera, a 48 megapixel ultra wide camera. You get a three times hybrid zoom camera. So pretty typical camera array. And then Gabe, what is our fourth camera, my friend? So the fourth camera is what they are calling. Hold on, I have to scroll down until I get it. Um, it's a five megapixel color filter camera. Basically, it's it's black and white. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah, it's basically like it almost looks like a sepia filter is put on your photos. I, do we I, I know why what, this is here? I think what they're trying to do, we've seen this on a couple different ones. I think we saw it on one from Huawei, possibly like the Honor, I think it was. Uh, the P30, maybe. I don't know. Basically, the idea is if you get rid of the sensor having to capture color information, you then open it up to capture a lot better light data, which makes it able to capture lower noise photos, possibly. Uh, and it's because it's a lower megapixel at only five megapixels, even if it's a smaller sensor, you get bigger pixels. I think that's what it is. And they might be able to do some cool mixing with combining the images from like two different sensors overlaid. I'm not quite sure. They didn't do a really good job of demonstrating like what the big deal is with, you know, the different cameras. The only thing they really showed off was they kept trying to show that their HDR mode was better than the iPhone 11 Pro for some reason. 
Yeah, that was an interesting comparison. I mean, my take when I saw it was that the OnePlus, like the iPhone actually had better dynamic range and the OnePlus video was actually just overexposed. So it looks well, it brighter. Looked, it looked better. Yeah, because it was brighter. Yeah. And but... I think this relates actually to Marquez Brownlee's blind smartphone camera test where the audience, people on the Internet, they naturally are attracted to images that are brighter, uh, generally more contrasty or sharper um and i i think those are basically the characteristics and that's what oneplus is delivering with this video so to the average person it will look better and that you know that's great to some degree and that maybe that's all that matters maybe that's all that matters pro pictures with their phone even though it's called the a plus pro uh but i think from a technical standpoint the iPhone is still delivering a greater dynamic range in its video right we now. We will have to see, though, uh, once you know people get their hands on this. Yeah, I think uh, we do need to see. I was watching some reviews today, actually, and I I wasn't in love with the focusing of the camera system as well. So if you're if you're looking at the OnePlus 8 for video, I would, you know, consider uh, looking at reviews first and seeing and what I the focusing they, is like. I think they did mention that it was using some new uh, focusing system where it lined up the stuff vertically. Or uh, there was something with the pixels. Basically, they're using this new or semi-new sensor, the IM six eighty nine or IMX six eighty nine from Sony. Uh, you really only see this in two other smartphones now. I can't remember the names, but they're both from this company called Oppa. Kind of makes they're a Chinese manufacturer, not very mainstream. So we'll have to see, you know, is this actually a good sensor? And more importantly, of course, is the software behind it, you know, actually good? Yeah, I mean, I've heard some people have just ported or are looking forward to porting the Google camera app directly to the OnePlus 8 because then you get the Google software uh, with this pretty incredible new hardware because these are super high megapixel cameras. And I think to OnePlus's credit, the promo photos they've shown for low light photography have really impressed me. I think uh, it almost looks like a daytime photo, which, you know, arguably could be a problem, but I think it's better to have that extra detail and then you can just edit down yeah, uh, the photo. Crush the blacks and yeah, exactly. Um, but otherwise for video, you're looking at 4K at up to 60 frames per second. As Gabe mentioned, we have the three uh, dynamic range, I think is what they're calling it, um, and the new sensor from Sony. So. You know, I think we got to put it through its paces to see how it really compares. But otherwise, it's definitely an upgrade. That's I mean, this is one of the areas that is a solid upgrade, well, it, at least in the sense that you're getting an extra camera. Yeah, I guess this is true. Right. And of course, it has the same uh, sensor on the front uh, with, a, I think it's 16 megapixel wide angle camera for selfies and zoom calls now. Yeah, yeah, everyone's uh, everyone's doing Zoom, so thank you, Zoom, for that. What else do we have new with this 8 Pro? The, well, it is slightly bigger uh, and slightly, I guess it's a slightly taller phone, M like marginally, like the aspect ratio is 19.8 to 9 with the new one versus 19.85 to 9. Uh, so basically the same. And, of course, you get the faster 120 hertz refresh rate, but the big difference now um, is the fact that you have in there, you got to charge that you know, screen up, you get a big battery, and you are getting the new fast wireless charging, which they didn't even have any wireless charging before, and they come out of the gate and do a super fast wireless charging. Yeah, so what, like, what are, what's the charging rate of this? 
I think it's around 30 watts. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. They call it 30W charging, but that doesn't necessarily, with wireless, that doesn't necessarily mean that's how fast it is. Well, I think that actually is. I think it's 30 watt wireless charging. I mean, here's here's what I learned about the wireless charging. Okay. You go. basically, you have to use, to get the 30 watt wireless charging, you have to use OnePlus's $70 wireless charging dock. Why? So do we just tack that on to the price of all these phones? Well, only to the 8 Pro because that's, that's the only I mean, one yeah. that supports wireless charging. But because OnePlus wanted to deliver such fast wireless charging, they're actually not entirely using the Qi wireless standard. They're using their own internally developed system. So here's the big caveat. Like proprietary. No, here's the big catch. You only get the 30 watt fast charging when you're using the dedicated OnePlus charging system. Otherwise, you get standard, slow, five watt wireless charging using the Qi wireless charging standard. This is as opposed to the Galaxy S20 lineup, which I believe supports up to 18 watt fast wireless charging with the Qi standard. So all of a sudden, OnePlus, because they made their own standard, it's actually like if you have wireless charging mats, you're only getting the slow, five watt wireless charging anyway. So it's kind of a, I don't know, it's kind of a miss in my opinion. Well, at least you can still use the, you know, standard Qi charging mats, but it would be nice if you could use, like if they come up with a new faster standard, you could use that. So eh, we'll have to see. I mean, I imagine in the future, we'll see future like uh, promotions throwing in the charging stand for free, right? I think that's highly possible, especially around Black Friday. But I mean, yeah. honestly, with OnePlus, their release cycle is so quick. Like in six to eight months, we're going to be seeing the OnePlus 8 Pro T or 8T Pro. 8T and, Pro. and uh, 8T sounds like 80. <laughs> that'll be confusing. That is, this is a mess. Was there anything else new? Well, I guess the only other thing new I can think of with these phones was the fact that they pushed a Stadia update and support for all of them. So now... I know, actually, Google, didn't they just drop a two-month trial for everyone or three months? Yeah, so you're getting two free months trial. free of Google Stadia. If you're interested in that, give it a try. Of course, you know, we're big gamers here, so <laughs> you can find us online. But uh, yeah, so I think Stadia, they did mention these devices are Amazon Alexa ready. I, I think this means Alexa is going to be built in. This, not- is, this is like the word. I hate when they do stuff like this. I don't really know what exactly that means, but it's always... It's always trying to get more buzzwords into the press conference and into the you know uh, articles. Yeah, advertising. I think we need to wait and see for that. I don't think reviewers are really even talking about it. To be honest, like it's just not something. No, I've never seen Alexa really incorporated into any phone. Well, other than those Amazon Fire phones that came out a while. Oh God. Oh, I hope those are done. I think they are. They are. They're pretty much gone. The last thing for me is actually the display. So. Uh, okay. your video content or your media is going to look awesome because this is actually one of the most color accurate displays I think almost ever in a smartphone. It can hit a peak brightness of up to 1300 nits, super sharp, and it's got 10 bit color. I think this is huge. Like this display is not only edge to edge and beautiful, but it's color accurate, it's vibrant, and it's bright. So I think if you're a, a smartphone viewer, you're going to love this. And I think, I don't know, when I was watching I mean, the event, 
most people are smartphone <laughs> viewer. They well, all look at smartphones. Uh, like if you're a hardcore smartphone addict, okay, that's I mean that's that's what OnePlus reminded me of when I was watching the keynote. That oh my god, I'm addicted because th- the way they talked. I mean, we'll talk about uh, our perceptions of the keynote. I think after this, but they had some crazy marketing words and terminology that was like, oh my god, like we're addicted to these things. This is like the coolest new drug that's going to satisfy your addiction. But yeah, that's that's all I've got for the OnePlus 8 Pro. It's got Wi-Fi 6. Uh, it's got... Which, I mean, you have to have that Wi-Fi to take advantage of. So it's. I think that's a little kind of like 5G where you got to be able yeah, to... Yeah, yeah, you're know, right. Absolutely. You got to have the hardware on the wireless end to support it. But it's future-proofing the device at least. Yeah, so when you do upgrade your internet, I think those are the main points. Like... It's going to be a good flagship phone and coming in at $100 less than most other flagships out there. I think people who are in that market will be compelled by the offering from OnePlus with their 8 Pro. I'm going to be interested to see how this compares A to the other phones uh, based off camera quality. but Also with that 120 hertz display, how much does that affect battery life using that? Yeah, that's a big thing because... The OnePlus 8 Pro has, I think, a 4,500 watt milliamp watt uh, battery, where the 8 regular one has, I think, 4,300. So it's only marginally bigger, and that's supposed to drive a slightly bigger, or, or it's actually pretty much, it's pretty much bigger. Uh, I don't know the exact dim- dim- dimensions. I don't know the exact dimensions, but it's definitely bigger. And so bigger screen, faster refresh rate four cameras and that yeah i don't know IG? i'm i'm imagining it'll be about the same battery life i think yeah and something notable here is samsung on the s20 just announced the 120 hertz display but that's limited to 1440p oneplus 8 pro you're getting the full quad hd resolution did they actually say this yeah i can confirm okay. it in the specs okay. yeah you're actually getting the full quad hd resolution at 120 hertz so that's pretty cool to see that's impressive. I think uh, well, we should... the other thing, the other thing they talked about, or the little release they had, was the new headphones or earphones, right? Yeah, yeah. The uh, okay, what were these? What were they? The Bullet X? No, the Bullet Z, Z wireless earphones. And yes, they're only forty nine dollars. And I guess the the big thing is you get what you pay for. But I was just shocked that a company was releasing headphones that weren't or earbuds that weren't true wireless ones. These are the like kind of original Beats by Dre style where they have the wire connecting in between them and they look like they're straight out of 2017. You actually have almost a necklace. Like they rest on your neck and that's where the batteries and additional hardware components are. I don't know. I did not like the design at all of that. Uh, but the price I, point is interesting. Yeah, I guess it goes with their pricing of trying to make affordable things. And I think if you do pre-order it, I think they're including that uh, the Bullets Z wireless earphones with the pre-order. So kind of nice. I mean, Samsung, to their credit, included the Galaxy yeah, the Buds 2. $129 Galaxy Buds 2. $150. So. Is it $150? Okay, yeah. So oh, yeah. Better. So I don't know. But that's, I mean, that's basically it. And then, of course, the OnePlus 8, which we, you know, get the OnePlus 7. Uh, key differences here. Okay, wait, this is really funny. The cameras, one plus eight camera, you get the same wide angle and you get the, well, I don't, are they the same? It's a different ultra wide. You only get a 16 uh, megapixel ultra wide though. 
Okay, so the 60 yeah, megapixel it, it, quad... it is the same. Actually, no, I think it's actually a different regular camera. I'm I think sure. you're. I think so too. It's it's the 586. I am 586 chip. I'm pretty sure. That I'm sounds right now. to me. So you're getting, so, yeah, cheaper cameras basically. Cheaper cameras, and then the third camera, they put a two megapixel macro camera lens on this thing. Didn't some other company do this or something like this? I Gabe, I hope not. Like, no. I think Huawei did it. What are you doing? No. Oh, my gosh. I'm not really sure why, but let's let's wait and see. That's all I can say. No, no, just no. I saw some reviews today. No. See, the thing is, the minimum focusing distance of smartphone cameras. It's already really close. It's already really close. And if you have 48 megapixels to work with. Just crop in. in. Oh, my God. Haven't you, haven't you ever wanted to take pictures of like pennies or watch faces? Yeah, but not at five megapixels. I wouldn't two be able to see it. Two, two, two oh, my God. Sorry. <laughs> I wouldn't be able Just to see it. Just to let people anyway. know, two megapixels is technically, I, well, maybe 2.1, is technically enough for full HD. Dear God. 1920 by 1080. So no. that's better than the webcams that most computers have. Just also, no. So just, just, it's just... When you see it, it's just so bad. And what makes it worse is the 7T, which I want to remind everyone is going for $500 on OnePlus's website right now. This Brand had yeah. this had a telephoto camera, something you uh, could yeah, was, actually use, right? So you had the wide, the ultra wide, and the telephoto. Boom, perfect. Eight, yeah, OnePlus is like, you know what? What can we do to make this phone better? Hmm, you know what? Two megapixel macro well, I camera. I actually think I think you're wrong there. I think they're like, what can we do to make this phone worse so people are be more likely to opt for the uh, OnePlus Eight Pro? Yeah, you know what, Gabe, you got them spot on. Other key differences between the Eight and the Eight Pro include the 90 hertz display, uh, the limited color choices, which is just weird. Not getting Wi-Fi six, um, and again, we talked about the camera differences. Uh, yeah, but that, that's, that's really much it. That's I mean, it. I was yeah. hoping I was hoping they'd pull a one more thing and like have a one plus watch or. Well, I think I the, know, the Bullets Z headphones were kind of their one more thing. If you watch no, the, the, their one more thing was actually that what crypto. Oh, what? yeah, you're right. Oh, my. Mistake, I don't even everybody. know what it was called. It's some game puzzle thing. You can Google it if you yeah, need to Google it, guys. I don't know. They're giving away a cash prize, but there's going to be so many people doing it that like I'm there's no way you're going to be yeah. not even worth my time. Gabe, what was I mean, what was your general reaction from the keynote? How is it presented? Because no one was there, right? Like everyone's at home. Yeah, it was just a dude in like looked like he got locked in a dark soundstage and they were shining a light on him and holding him hostage a bit. I thought they should have leaned into the fact that no one was there and that it was kind of awkward and, you know, put some cricket sounds or something and or maybe like had him record himself cheering or shots of himself in the audience cheering. That would have been kind of funny. But they they just did what, you know, took out the people, filmed it the same. And it it was all right. And we're probably going to have to get used to it because that's what most of the keynotes are going to be this year. Yeah. Unfortunately, I felt this event was just so heavily scripted, like. They had a guest from Qualcomm come on and talk about the new Snapdragon chip and the 5G. Was that, even, was that even live? I no, it was like pre-recorded. And the guy was like yeah. clearly reading off a Word doc on his computer. Like it was so bad. And I don't know. It, it just, it was weird. And I feel like the OnePlus marketing department just like ran out of things to say because they were throwing all kinds of weird buzzwords like, you know, you pick up your phone, 
200 times a day and we want to make your phone feel incredible like a piece of art feel, yeah a piece of art i was gonna say like, i remember what? hearing that what is happening and i i appreciate that they're trying to you know really push the design aesthetic like that's something you can tell in all their graphics that they're really trying to go for this making it beautiful but it seems you know let's let's try to actually get some real you know change like what do you what would you have wanted to see in these phones what could have made it a little better it, for you that is a great question uh personally thing number one one plus is an awesome mute switch a mute slider this is incredible this should be on all phones but it should be on the other side in the power button because i with the previous model would click the what i thought was the power button and my thumb would just kind of slam against the mute switch second thing OnePlus didn't make any improvements to the underneath the display fingerprint reader. I'm personally big into fingerprint readers on the back of phones. I think it's a more ergonomic they, position. They virtually didn't even mention it. Yeah. I had to re-look re up what the actual, what it had for an unlocking device. Mechanism. Right. So I think that should go, should have been uh, on the back. That's my take. Maybe they embrace face unlock. I think they do have face unlock, um, but I don't know how secure it is. So they could have like done some additional measures there. And yeah, honestly, I think they should have just made smarter decisions with the camera too. Like the OnePlus 8 is really the problem child in my opinion. Like it just didn't, I don't know, it didn't meet expectations for me. And the 8 Pro seems nice, but I think with some minor design improvements, uh, it could have been a really well-rounded phone. The other big thing, rounded display corners. I'm not a big fan. I think they cause a lot of accidental touches. So flatter display. I can see that possibly. Yeah, it was. I mean, I guess there's not really any like key things we really, really wanted, or at least I personally really wanted to see. It just feels like they should have polished up their, you know, marketing a bit more around it and how they're going to sell it and possibly, you know, really thought more about user experience rather than just saying, here's the new features or specs. Sure. That we're yeah. And in. like saying things, <laughs> describing the color as a key feature and quote, Describing it as vivid during the daytime. Yeah, you you and do know we look in the evening. You do know we look at the front of our screens, right? Yeah, our I, phones, I mean, not the back. To OnePlus's credit, the screens look awesome on these phones. The you know the wireless charging is going to be great, and you know the software they're using Oxygen OS, and I think it's one of the best software experiences you can have. So, you know, it's going to be a great software experience. Uh, the hardware that's going to be up to you. I have different preferences for some things. But yeah, I mean, Gabe, are you going to be getting any one of these phones? I will not. But I was actually going to ask, when are we going to be seeing this uh, be available for pre-order and when will it be shipping? It's going to be available for pre-order starting April 15th. So that's tomorrow at the time of recording this podcast. And it's yep. shipping April 21st. Okay, well, we'll have to keep an eye out for that. I mean, that was pretty much it for me for this uh, yeah, little bonus episode here. That's going to do it. That's uh, the OnePlus 8, everybody. OnePlus 8 series. And then I guess stick around for the uh, OnePlus 8T series coming out in six to eight months. So yeah, uh, follow us on Twitter at Pinch to Zoom Pod, on Instagram at Pinch to Zoom Podcast. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps support the show and we greatly appreciate it. And maybe tune in next week. We might have a bonus episode for the Canon online virtual event that they're having to launch some new cameras maybe the r5 maybe the 1dx mark 3 we'll have we'll to have wait to and see. see and we may have the pixel 4a and possibly the iphone 9 coming out pretty soon 
Oh, it's, wow. This is, it's a mysterious time in April tech. showers bring new tech products. Yeah. All right. I'm Stetson. I'm Gabe. And we look forward to talking to you in the next episode. You know, if Zencaster messed this up, we're just going to go back to recording as we normally would. We're yeah, probably that's probably what we're going to do. I'm going to cry. That's okay. I really I really am worried because my when I talk like a little louder like there. Oh, this thing starts turning orange. Wait, what?